I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the Beyond Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm David Dykstra with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Illinois continued its winning ways over the weekend as they cruised to victory over Minnesota, 94-63. Chicago Bulls beat Sacramento Kings, 122-114, as Zach Levine led Chicago with 38 points. Bulls play tonight against the Rockets. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. The Chicago Blackhawks lost to the Carolina Hurricanes 5-3, snapping a three-game winning streak. The Blackhawks have earned points in 14 of their last 16 games. Blackhawks' next game is Tuesday against Columbus Blue Jackets. Puck drops at 6 p.m. Novak Djokovic won his ninth Australian Open and 18th Grand Slam title in total. Naomi Osaka won her second Australia Open and fourth Grand Slam title. Max Homo wins the Guinness Invitational in a playoff. Tiger Woods non-committal about being able to play in the Masters this year. Christopher Bell wins the Daytona Road Race to become the second first-time winner this season. This is the first time in NASCAR that two first-time winners have won the first two races. In college basketball, ball, number three, Michigan beats number four, Ohio State, 92 to 87. Number 11, Iowa defeats Penn State, 74 to 68. Number 21, Wisconsin cruises by Northwestern, 68 to 51. And Valparaiso 66, Southern Illinois 65. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Welcome to Blow the Whistle here on SportstownChicago.com. I'm Brandon Januska, and I'm here along with... Tyler Buterbaugh. David Dykstra. We have a lot of things to talk about today, but it's okay <laughs> because we oh, have a two-hour show today. That's, That's right. right. Oh, it is our first two-hour show. We will be doing this every Monday from here on out, or at least that is the plan. Heck yeah. You guys better not get sick of us. Yeah, we're, that, we're here for a while. Don't put right. that out into the world. Yeah. They can't get sick of us. We're the best show in the tri-state area. The tri-state area. It's an extra we hour each week with us here. And today we'll be looking at the Bears offseason. We'll check in on the Bulls and Blackhawks, and then we'll finish up with a little bit of baseball. But before we get into all that, a quick reminder that you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That is at B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. And that all recordings of our shows can be played back on Spotify and on Anchor. So be sure to like and follow us on any or all of those social media platforms that you have. And just let us know what you think about the show and let us know what you want us to talk about. We have three hours a week to talk about things. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And with that, are you guys about ready to start this thing? First two-hour show. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. From the 23-yard line, 
Trubisky with time and completes the pass upfield to Robinson. And Robinson getting to the 45-yard line on a good pass. Tariq Cohn and Montgomery in the backfield. And here is going to be Trubisky to the air again on the fake to Cohen. And a great catch by Robinson. Second and six. Catch is made by Robinson, and he breaks free. Alvin Robinson takes it all the way for a Bears touchdown. Long timeout for the Bears. Demetrius Harris up top left, and they got the touchdown. That's caught by Robinson. Three-yard touchdown reception. Credit Fox, CBS, and NBC with those Allen Robinson highlights. And, of course, this is the song that we hope to hear a lot of, all of us Bears fans. We hope to hear a lot of this this season. But what they decide to do with Allen Robinson could potentially dictate how often we get to hear that song. And so to start off, I ask this of all our listeners and then to you guys, what should the Bears do with Allen Robinson? Should the Bears extend tag or just move on from their top receiver go ahead bears boy tyler <laughs> all right <laughs> you give yours because i'll probably give a little bit of a more biased opinion oh yeah unbiased unbiased, yeah. unbiased yeah. opinion <laughs> i was gonna say tyler can cover the bias as well very much so i definitely think the bears need to tag alan robinson because i'm sorry but the whole offense is totally it's Needs to be fixed, but you don't clear off everything, especially your top receiver that was top five last year in all stats. So it's without Allen Robinson. I saw this uh, from someone else that said this, and I couldn't agree anymore. Without Allen Robinson, that offense is really nothing. Yeah, you got Darnell Mooney, but he's he's not. I can't see him a number one receiver, at least not yet. But you need that number one receiver, and we got one. So I, why I don't understand is that it's taken the Bears so long to come up with a freaking uh, plan with this guy. Yeah, there He's, there are reports out that apparently the team hasn't talked to Robinson since September in regards ridiculous. to his contract. That's ridiculous. And <laughs> what I'm afraid of is that Allen Robinson is just getting really sick of this organization and he's not even going to want to stay with Chicago, which sucks because he's he's done so much for the Bears this offseason, or not this offseason, this season, and uh, they need to they need to keep him because even if you if even like because there's the rumors of what are they going to do with quarterback? Even if you get a good new quarterback, who the heck is he going to throw to? There's no one out there, right? So yeah. So so to follow up on what you just said, though, so you think they should tag him, but if Robinson doesn't want to come here, do you still tag a guy that if he is ready to move on? That's where. It gets difficult. Yeah. <laughs> that's because that's not going to be. That's fun. where I come in, sir. All right. Uh, <laughs> what do you got for us? First and foremost, uh, there should have been an extension at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Way oh, before. Yeah. Th- this shouldn't even be an issue. And that that is default the Chicago Bears upper management not making this and not seeing him as a priority. He's a leader in the in in the house. He's one that makes other people around him better. He's a consummate professional, which leads me to they're going to tag him. Yeah, he may be torqued about being tagged and upset about being tagged. But what leads you to believe that Allen Robinson isn't anything but a professional? Because once all this 
so-called talk started about him getting the extension or not getting the extension or talks being cut off or what have you, he went out there and performed. Mm -hmm. So whether or not he's happy with the organization or not, he's going to go out there and perform no matter what. He's the consummate professional, and that's one of the reasons why I like Allen Robbins so much, not to mention the fact that he's a Penn State alum. But we'll just put that. Absolutely nothing to do with it. But no, he's a consummate professional. Uh absolutely went about his business as a professional this year. Didn't throw any shade at the organization and still hasn't thrown any shade at the organization from every interview that I've heard from him in the off season. He loves the Chicago bears. He loves the city. He loves the organization and it's very vague and very PC. And that's what's scary. But if they tag him, he'll come and play and do his job and do it very, very well. You know, that's exactly a good point. Like you're totally right. He doesn't, um, he doesn't show it out in his performance that he's upset or like with all the crap that's been going around. No. And the only thing I could say that um, he was throwing shade, I, w- I wouldn't even consider is that I guess he deleted like everything Bears uh, related off his social media. Or like I think it's But he did that yeah. early. That, that he, happened yeah. during the season. Yeah, he I did believe. that early that's, in the season and that's then true, yeah. just really didn't talk about it the rest of the season no. and, and didn't make it a point of emphasis in any interview, any no. post-game press conference that he did he was there to do a job he said in his press conferences i remember him saying it'll take care of itself one way or another i'll either be a bear next year or i won't or you know we'll see what happens and that's kind of his whole statement now is my options are open until i hear otherwise he's just got that winning mentality he's focused on wanting to win exactly yeah definitely yeah and i totally agree i don't think he's the kind of player that would hold out no, he's not going to pull a lady on bell. He's yeah, not going to, no. Yeah, I think, obviously, he wants to be extended. He's gone out and said before that he doesn't like playing on a one-year deal because of the fact that you're going out there, you're giving your all. You never know if you're going to tear something, an injury oh, or whatever. Yeah. You never know which play is going to be your last down. So right. he wants that insurance policy, and he's earned it. He He definitely has. So my question, you guys both agree that he should be tagged, and I also agree, but something that I heard on X-Bomb, actually, that a couple of the other guys in the Boom Crew were talking about on Saturday's show was what if they use the transition tag on him instead of the franchise tag? So for anyone out there that doesn't know the transition tag, which Ryan Pace has actually used before, he used it on Kyle Fuller, back when his contract is up. The transition tag means that um, if they use it on Robinson, Robinson is free to go out, and he's basically a free agent. He can go out and look for a deal from a different team. However, if he's offered a deal, the Bears get priority. The Bears can match that offer, and therefore he then comes to the Bears on that offer, or the Bears can... The Bears can decline the offer, and then he goes to whatever team offered it to him. So the Bears would still have first choice on him at whatever offer the market dictates. And, and wouldn't the Bears get a little bit of compensation if that happens as well? Uh, yes, I believe like, so. Like a third or a fourth round pick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and there there is a deadline for it. I believe it's in June if he doesn't get a long-term deal, a, a deal from someone, which he's the kind of player I'm sure he will get a deal if he if they did oh, take yeah. this route. But if he didn't, once that deadline hits, he's only allowed to negotiate with 
his former team. So with the Bears. Yeah. So if they use that, I could definitely see them using it on him. It's not used often, but like I said, Ryan Pace has already done it before. Yeah. So he knows how it works. He used it on Kyle Fuller. The Packers actually offered Fuller a contract. That's right. I remember that. And the Bears matched it and brought him back. And that has been a success for the Bears so far, using it on Fuller. So do you guys think that could be an option instead of just a franchise tag? It could be, but my only thing I'm like confused by is like, what's the e- like, what's even the point of that? Because if you're like, I mean, I guess um, it makes sense because then like he can't sign with someone, but if he finds someone and then we get like a chance to uh, match that or whatever. But um, it's just like if you're at that point of a decision, you might as well just franchise tag him if you're gonna end up taking him anyways. But then it could be a different story that if. Um, another team offers Allen Robinson a lot more than the Bears want to give him. Yeah, but. and my biggest take on it is the the fact that the franchise tag, he's only there for one year. It's a one-year deal. He's clearly stated that he wants an extension. He wants a multi-year deal, and the transition tag could give him that opportunity. Well, he's he's probably looking at his last big paycheck yeah. as far as a multi-year deal, which I get. My issue with the transition tag is the fact that there are teams out there that are not in the same scenario as the Bears are as far as cap situations go. And if you get a team, and I'm going to just bring up his original team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are going to go out there and get themselves a franchise quarterback and go, we need that veteran wide receiver to come in here with these young wide receivers that we have and just lay down the foundation of a winning atmosphere, and they offer Allen Robinson 20 mil for three years per, there's no way the Bears are going are gonna to yeah, no. match that. And now you've, what have you gained? A third-round pick? And you're going to go out and do what with that third-round pick? Get another wide receiver that you hope hits? Yeah. Or are we going to have another Anthony Miller issue? <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Um. Better to franchise, know what you have, have him be a little upset about it for sure and say, listen, we couldn't work it out last year because of, let's just call it what it is, COVID situation and not knowing exactly where the cap was going to go, what was going to happen with all the money, all that stuff. We didn't want to make a long-term commitment, but this year, now that things have kind of settled down, we've, we're going to have fans, we're going to have all this other stuff, we're going to have other kinds of money coming in. We can now offer you close to, I don't think they'll ever offer him 20 a year, but wow. close to what you're, and then negotiate from there. I, I think that's more of a possibility, but the transition tag's just asking for trouble because you're not going to get anything of any kind of worth back. Right. I, that's why I just think those things are kind of like, it just makes no sense to me. But I mean, with Al Robinson, it I could see him being... <laughs> A guy that will negotiate because he wants to play here. But yeah. once again, I think if the Bears weren't in the cap situation that they are in right now, yeah. it would be a completely different... Sure, go out and see what your options are. We'll, we'll yeah. match it, but not in the situation that they're in right now because I'll guarantee you there's going to be a team out there. And to be quite honest, Indianapolis might be one of those teams that just goes out there and they goes... They could, yeah. yeah I go out that. there and go, all right, Carson, you want a, you want a wide receiver? Here we go. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, the period to tag someone, the the 
well, either franchise or transition begins on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, oh. February 23rd. And the deadline to place a tag on a player is March 9th. So very soon we could see we what, the, week, yeah, week, yeah, we, we could see what, what the Bears actually decide to do. And that will wrap up our talk about Allen Robinson. But we are not done with the Bears yet. Coming up, which players are most likely to become cap casualties this offseason? We'll let you know here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com Joe's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Joe's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just a small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. That was money. Tell me that wasn't money. Yo, yo, yo. Check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I'm your boy, MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. And it's good! Keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else are you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. That's right. We are back here on Blow the Whistle. The minimum salary cap for the NFL this season has been set at $180 million. That's the minimum. But that still means that there are going to be players that get cut this season to help save some money. So looking at the Chicago Bears, who do you guys think are the most likely cap casualties on this roster? That's a tough question. Yeah, that's um. Uh, first and foremost, <laughs> to be honest, I could see Hicks going. Okay. Yeah, Akeem okay. Hicks, I could see going very quickly, um, just because he is getting up there. Uh, 
didn't have the greatest season. Had a pretty decent one, but not not Hakeem Hicks normal. Yeah, injuries. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the uh, biggest is, thing with him is the injuries, injuries have yeah. started injuries, to pile yeah, up. Definitely are starting, and, and with those with those nose guards and nose tackles, it, once those injuries start start hitting them, it's kind of a downward downward spiral for Just them. Keeps the re- adding up. Yeah, for the rest of their career. Um. I'd love to sit here and say Robert Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, problem is no. he's he's worth way too much. There'd be too much dead cap just yeah. because he still yeah, has four I'd years love, on I'd, his deal. But I heard an interesting thing today was that his first year was so front loaded that it actually isn't that bad of a hit on their salary cap this the next three. Okay. Yeah, after oh, yeah. this season, yeah, no, after would, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they after can't this, cut him this offseason because of the hit. Yeah. But okay. after this season, you are correct. But, yeah, it was super front-loaded and easier to take care of. And uh, our boy, uh, oh my God, Khalil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a momentary, duh. Khalil's? Khalil's contract isn't that bad either. It's pretty sustained throughout the entire contract. So I think Khalil stays... I think, unfortunately, Quinn, and hopefully he has a resurgence next year, will be there. Um, Trevathan? That's what I was thinking. Trevathan. Possible. He also just recently signed a longer-term contract. These guys, I feel like, could definitely be restructured for sure. That'd be another way to go about it. Um, Some of the biggest guys that I have in terms of who I think could be cut – at least one of either Bobby Massey or Charles Leno. I think at least one of those tackles. Oh, are, that'd be yeah. a crying are, are shame, wouldn't it, gone. Butterball? Oh, shucks darn. Yeah, po- no, possibly no both. No more Leno? Yeah, oh. possibly I'm both. I'd be, I'd be okay if both of them were cut, but I yeah. think definitely at least one of those two for sure are cap casualties. Don't, don't make Butterball cry. <laughs> I don't know what he'll do without Jared Leno on the line anymore. Yeah. I see the tears forming right now. Yeah, tears of joy. <laughs> um, some other ones, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. That would be an interesting. Uh, yeah, that, he, that would he, mean, he was productive, but they'd save a lot by cutting him. Yes. They well, him, they not him, only how that, much was it that they signed him? They signed him a lot. Um, he he would have anything. a cap hit of ten million this year. That's not horrible. No, it's not. But for a team right on the yeah. edge, it, uh, but was, that's also saying that okay, we believe in Clement. Let's see what he can do. Yeah. Because yeah. at that point, it's it's on him did, and him only. I still think he needs another year, though. I mean, unless he's proven himself this offseason. But just, I mean, he's shown, he showed pretty good during the last They've season. They've got to give him a chance, though. No, that exactly. They barely even played him. So, I don't know if that's just because of what they're seeing in practice. or like, No, exactly I think it's, oh, we got Jimmy in. Graham. Yeah. Let's throw to Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, That's, I mean he he is a good presence in the red zone, but outside of red zone threats, he he's nothing. he doesn't do much. No. Yeah. Well, one a player that I've been hearing and uh, Kyle Fuller. Okay, because it is possible. Yeah, I would the, be sad. I would be sad too, but I mean I wouldn't be too terribly sad just because then, if we got some good depth in yeah. cornerback. I mean I like yeah. Jalen Johnson's obviously the number two. Jalen Johnson's your but heir I saw, apparent. But if you see if you've seen Tolliver play, he played pretty well for his first year. But he's he, not. He Kyle. did, but he's, he was also playing in the slot. Yeah, he's uh, not I don't Kyle. know yeah, how he true. would do. You you've got moving over. You've got to have a shutdown. You've got to have yeah. 
and and I think Johnson's your shutdown quarterback going forward. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but you're also talking about a a possibility of having a very special secondary next year yeah. if everybody's healthy and everybody comes back. We didn't even mention uh, Golden. Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman. Yeah, yeah. Eddie yeah. Goldman. yeah him I coming mean, back. He'll be coming I, I back that was on too. My mind. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what his contract looks like, but he, there's another one that you know re, reconstruct a contract there. Yeah, he could definitely possibly be restructured. Offense. He still has multiple years. He's not going to be a guy getting cut, and especially his impact. Here's a question, gentlemen. Yeah. Do you see if anybody's interested in Tariq? Oof. I don't think they want to trade him. Like they, I, I yeah. don't. He's he's their punt returner first off, and they were searching for a punt returner yeah. last year after he went down. Well, but also I'm, he's that gadget guy. I'm also going to guarantee you he's going to be your kickoff returner next year because I don't think Cordell's coming back. I yeah, I was thinking that. Because I, even though Cordell did really did well, I don't see him coming back. But yeah, like that's the thing. Tariq is like a special type of well player that you my don't only see. I, my I don't only see thing with Tariq is. Is he signed that contract extension, which wasn't a, a huge contract extension, if, if I remember correctly. It was decent, but it wasn't anything like, wow, they gave him what? Yeah. And now he gets to come back, and he gets to be the Tariq Cohen that we all fell in love with, being that third down back, being that gadget guy, like you said. But at the same time, if you get somebody that's interested enough in him you could get something good out you, of it you could get some nice stuff and, yeah. and get rid of a little bit of salary there i mean i well. wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised definitely if the bears shop around and see what they can get for him but i mean i wouldn't think that they would be like i don't think get rid active. of him yeah i don't think, I, yeah, I don't think they'll actively after. like yeah. have him on a trade block but yeah if someone comes with the right package i don't just see what's i don't think there. anyone on this team is safe necessarily like yeah especially <laughs> if it's a guy like watson just even watson. like you look at some of the the like top players on this team you guys like roquan smith or whatever but if you're saying Hey, a couple firsts and you give us roquan and maybe one other guy and we'll give you deshaun watson I don't think the Bears can say no to that. Obviously, Roquan Smith is a top player. Yeah, yeah. Has the sure. potential of being a top guy and leading that defense. But with the struggles of finding offense <laughs> that this team has had, I don't think you can say no to something like that. Well, because they're like in major desperate mode right now. So they're going to do, I would hope, I mean, anything that they can. But that's the one struggle is that Roquan Smith is that heart of that defense. Yeah. And yeah. That and would, actually, that would be a huge Bears, Bears come together in full team meeting. Everyone reconstructs their their contracts so yeah. that they can get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And actually, I, I disagree. I'm going to backtrack a little bit okay. on Patterson. I think the Bears do re-sign him. Really? Because he's made, it, he's made it known that he wants to stay in Chicago. I think he'd be willing to take a little bit of a discount to stay in Chicago. And it's not so much for his kick returns, but the fact that he's also a gunner on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that he's just an all-around special teams guy, even throw I at, don't think the Bears want to let him go. They even throw him at running back as well. So I mean, yeah. they use him there, even though yeah, I'm be not number a big three. fan He'd of be that. number three next year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. But just or the does fact he that, get back to doing a little bit of wide receiverage? I'd rather see him there than possibly, yeah. Yeah, in the backfield. They're, they're gonna be they're gonna be light. He could be, end up being the number three because Anthony Miller's gone. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think Miller's gone. Going back to guys yeah. getting cut, I think Miller could be gone. I think Wims oh, Miller's, is cut. Miller's Wims. gone. Yeah, Wims, Wims, Wims and Miller. They're not so much for the. I mean, they'll save a little bit of money, but it's minimal amounts on both of them. 
Um, Buster Screen, though, we talked about oh, Kyle yeah. Fuller possibly. I think Screen could potentially be cut. Oof. Yeah, that I could. Buster Screen, you were talking about Tolliver yeah. and Duke Shelley as well. Yeah. They filled in in the slot. I think. I personally think that the Bears have seen enough to where they they have faith in Duke Shelley possibly taking over okay. that slot or uh, covering the slot that the that, slot. that yeah. Nickelback position. I yeah, I, I definitely see that. Because there's some ta- there's talent in that uh, position on that roster. It's going to be very interesting to see what what the home office decides that they like. Is it going to be a lot of reconstruction, or is it going to be a lot of okay, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone? I just feel like it's a madhouse there right now. I of what I, the heck is going on? The one team that I've seen just starting to pull triggers is Carolina, and it makes me wonder if Carolina isn't just behind closed doors going, "Hey, Houston, <laughs> come here." Come here, come here, Houston. Yeah, Car- Carolina's been connected to just about every trade rumor yeah, out right, there yeah, right, right now. They've had interest in basically <laughs> everyone. I mean, if I was the Bears, I'd call about Teddy Bridgewater right now. I would. Yeah, it's definitely an option. The Bears need a quarterback, and if they're looking to move on from him. I love the fact that no one's like, ah, Nick Foles. <laughs> it's like throwing <laughs> Nick Foles into the garbage. Yeah, I mean, and, and part of that, I believe, is the fact that Pace and Nagy are on the hot seat. If they aren't, I think they give uh, Nick Foles more of a leash. But I've the fact a, that they're on the hot seat, they need something. There's, one that, to make a big there's one that we haven't talked about. What about Nick? How big of a hit is that if they get rid of Nick and that just straight up release? Well, because that is a massive contract for a backup quarterback. So, I mean, because that would be... No one, everybody's sitting here talking about, oh, you know, they need to go out and find a quarterback. And, I mean, you're talking about a former... Super Bowl MVP, for goodness sakes. Everybody's inclined to have a bad year. I get that. And from what I understand, he wasn't 100% healthy at all during the season. So maybe it was just a fluke season where he didn't play well. But if you're that convinced that he's not your starting quarterback, at least for this year or going forward into another two years. Trade him. Trade. Yeah, if if you can yeah. trade them, definitely. If they just straight out cut them, it would be a ten, uh, just over ten million dollar cap hit. Yeah, no, so yeah, the Bears can't afford that this no. year. After this year, though, they do have a potential out, and it'd only be about three and a half million. So after this season, if he's still not the guy, they could definitely be moving on from Nick Foles and just straight just, out cut him. Just another reason why Nick Foles will be your starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Don't say that. All right, and with that. <laughs> Let's end it on a good note, people. Let's end it on that. (laughs) Before David says something else crazy. (laughs) Way to put it out into the universe, Dykstra. Way to put it out into the universe. Way to go. All right, but that will do it for our Bears talk. But now it is about that time. You guys know what time it is where we let we want to know what had everyone saying. You're killing me, Smalls, from the weekend. Let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1 what the moment was for you that had you saying, you're killing me, Smalls. Before we get to before we get into that, though, let's go to David real quick for a sports update. Your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. I'm David Dykstra with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Chicago Bulls beat Sacramento Kings 122-114 as Zach Levine led Chicago with 38 points. Bulls play tonight against the Rockets. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. 
The Chicago Blackhawks lost to Carolina Hurricanes 5-3, snapping a three-game winning streak. The Blackhawks have earned points in 14 of their last 16 games. Blackhawks' next game is Tuesday against Columbus Blue Jackets. Puck drops it from 6 p.m. Novak Djokovic won his ninth Australian Open and 18th Grand Slam title in total. Naomi Osaka won her second Australia Open and fourth Grand Slam title. Christopher Bell wins the Daytona Road Race to become the second first-time winner this season. This means that the NASCAR has started off with two first-time winners for the first time ever in its history. Patrick Mahomes and his fiancée introduced their child, their first child, via Instagram. Max Homo wins the Genesis Invitational in a playoff, and Tiger Woods is non-committal about being able to play in this year's Masters Tournament. In college basketball, number three, Michigan beats number four, Ohio State, 92 to 87. Number 11, Iowa beats Penn State, 74 to 68. Number 21, Wisconsin cruises by Northwestern, 68 to 51. Valparaiso, 66. Southern Illinois, 65. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. to inspire this Black History Month. Those who tell us that we can't, we will respond with yes, we can. SportsStyleChicago.com Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the nasty biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the chicken fried chicken biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. Hello? It's speed walking day. Dorothy, you're breaking up. Did I mention we'd be slowing down when we pass the court where those fine brothers play ball? I heard that. Reduce your risk of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Get active, eat right, and maybe even run into Mr. Right. Isn't sisterhood beautiful? For more information, go to everydaychoices.org. Brought to you by the American Cancer Society, the American Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association, the Ad Council, and this station. Alert! Alert! Be gone, maxed-out credit cards, overdue loans, suffocating interest rates, and relentless collection agencies. If your credit rating is making you and others around you cringe, there's only one thing to do, and that's to turn to the professionals at Creative Credit Solutions. Even if your credit is less than perfect, we'll help you get back on track. You can do it, and we can help. Call today or visit creativecreditsolutions.net for your free credit check report. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Blow the whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Mondays and Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. as we talk NFL. The game plan was really sound. In the quarterback league, it, it has been.
franchise-defining quarterbacks. College football. Will Jim Harbaugh make it through the season as Michigan's head coach? Some more Big Ten talk. And here's some things you wouldn't expect. I would have never expected that. Get all of that and more on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. You're killing me, Smalls. That's right. It is that point in our show where we give that one moment from the weekend that had us saying, you're killing me, Smalls. And now it's longer. Uh, And now it's longer. It's an extended segment now because we know how much you guys love it. We love it, too. So we decided... Why not add to it? Why make, why keep it so short if everyone loves this segment? Give so the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Tyler, would you like to start us off here for today? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, so, this one I just kind of thought it was funny, like, all around on both sides of the situation. <laughs> so, a young fan trash-talked Cam Newton at a 7-on-7 football tournament. The kid starts saying, like, how Newton's going to be a free agent, <laughs> and he's poor. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And then Newton just keeps responding by saying, I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm like, okay. But the whole situation is killing because this kid, maybe in high school, is trash talking to a former MVP quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> While this kid still has to prove himself because, yeah, he's, he's young. Okay. But then Cam Newton, <laughs> you're a 31-year-old man. <laughs> Barking back at a kid maybe in high school. And you're going to let this kid get in your head? And so, and you might want to ease up about saying you're rich because who knows if you're going to be on a team for a long time. So, but <laughs> Chicago I just, Bears. I mean, what I meant to say was. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so this one I just thought it was really funny just because it's a grown man arguing with a kid about his football career. Yeah, and and like you said, it's a guy who's he's made it to a Super Bowl. He didn't win it, but he he's won an MVP and everything. You know how you it's, de-escalate that situation right there? What's that? You grab a hundred dollar bill out your back pocket, <laughs> give it to the kid, and say, "Shut your mouth, kid." Yeah, just stuck in his little shirt pocket. <laughs> there you go. Have a nice day. Pat him on the head. Give him a nice pat on the butt. Good boy. <laughs> yeah, and I, see you and later. I know Cam Newton. He he's not. He's had injury problems and stuff. He's not what he was back with the Panthers right. and when he won the MVP and everything. But he's still a starting quarterback. I yeah. mean, he's a free agent right now. But and he, you never know what this year's going to bring with exactly. him. Exactly. Exactly. With but, the Chicago Bears. Oh. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Yeah, for, for another day, we'll discuss that. But I guess this kid ended up apologizing. He apologized oh, nice this him. morning. Yeah, no, whoop you. <laughs> so I guess in this whole thing, Cam Newton and the kid just tr- fighting with each other. All right, David. Oh, you want me to? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, I'll let's go. Yeah, I, I hear you have a good one. Uh, my <laughs> killing me, you're killing me, Smalls moment goes out to the president, the CEO of the Seattle Mariners, Kevin Mather, uh, for making comments about certain people in the organization that don't speak English very well. Um, Sir? Just, just FYI, no, no offense to Major League Baseball or anything like, but that's pretty much eighty-five percent of Major League Baseball are from a different country, whether it be the the Dominican, Cuba, 
Japan, wherever it may be, English-born baseball players or American-born baseball players who speak English are not a thing of the baseball generation. And you have to realize that as a CEO and keep your mouth shut no matter what your your feelings are. He goes on to complain about them paying the interpreter for the Japanese guy $75,000 a year. Which okay. in the MLB is nothing. Yeah, right. First off, it's nothing <laughs> in Major nothing. League Baseball. Secondly, you're the president and CEO. If you didn't want to pay that guy that much, don't pay him that much. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes on to complain and say it was surprising to him that once he let that said player know that the interpreter was getting paid that much, that surprisingly his English got better. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Isn't that why you're paying the interpreter to help said player get better with his English? So, hmm, wait a minute. The money was worth what you paid the interpreter. <laughs> Funny how that works. Oh, yeah, yeah. So shocking somebody did their job. Yeah, wait, you got your money's worth? Oh. You did your job. Congratulations. <laughs> so for being a complete and utter tool and not recognizing what state the Major League Baseball it is, is in and keeping your mouth shut about your own personal opinions, Seattle Mariners Kevin Mather. You're killing me, Small. Yeah, that was definitely. I, I heard about that one, and yeah, that is just, 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 just kind of like the, really bit him in the butt. The comments, <laughs> no, yeah, it's that, just ridiculous. There, like, there's just the no reason that, to bring that up. No, none, not at all. None. You're wait. He's at a rotary meeting. That's that's what killed me the most. Like you aren't even at like any kind of baseball function. You're at a rotary meeting, <laughs> and you're gonna bring this stuff up. Yeah. Come on. All right. And on to mine. Mine goes out to oh, the NHL, good. specifically for the outdoor games, which I was very excited to watch <laughs> and everything. They, For those that don't know, they were playing outdoors at Lake Tahoe. The backdrop with the mountains Gorgeous. and the lake. Absolutely Beautiful. breathtaking. Absolutely. I will admit that. Yes. Yeah, and for the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche to have the mountains in the background and everything. Oh. Beautiful. Everything looked perfect. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the sun was out. Yeah, funny how that works. What? Um, so first off, the problem became that the sun reflecting off the ice, the goalies were wearing sunglasses and everything because they couldn't see the puck. <laughs> that the is reflection awesome. off the ice. But then it became it got worse. It wasn't just we couldn't see the puck. It became that there the ice started to melt because the temperature was up around freezing, maybe even slightly before above, and the bright sun shining down on the ice. The ice began to melt, so poor playing conditions. There were puddles on the ice, and there were holes coming up in the Legit. ice. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like players are falling <laughs> down with divots in the ice <laughs> because the ice is starting to melt. And so after one period, they ended up postponing the game until midnight Eastern time. So for not thinking all this stuff through, hmm, the weather says it's supposed to be right around freezing. We're playing in the middle of the day. The sun might be out. So for not taking this stuff into account, I'm sure they will moving forward. But <laughs> you hope? Just, yeah, I, you, hope so. I hope. they. 
huh, is that why we play hockey indoors? But <laughs> they, they've played outdoors before. So for disregarding the fact that, hey, the sun could be an issue, not just for the reflections, but also the fact that the ice... Ice melts when it gets warm. What? I know. I know. And so, for that reason, NHL on your planning of the outdoor games. Who'd have thought the sun melts ice? I know. What? It's it's amazing. Where's Bill Nye when you need him to tell (laughs) us this? He he could have helped out. He could could have definitely helped out with that. That would have been interesting to see a new sport. It would have been like a water polo. Slush hockey? Slush Slush hockey. hockey. Slush hockey? Yeah, it was was a mess. Guys were falling down left (laughs) and right. Dude, Again, just the couldn't image, see it. Just the image of the goalies wearing sunglasses. I wear my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, definitely. That is amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, we we do always have a lot of fun with that segment, which is why we were able to extend it and yeah. chose to extend it. So That's I right. hope you yes. guys enjoyed the new extended Killing Me Small <laughs> segment. Version. But we do still have to move on. There is still a lot more that we have planned. Remember, our two-hour show. We're not even halfway yet. Yeah, that's right. And I'm so tired. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Already? I'm so tired. All right, but Zach Levine has done something that no other bull outside of Michael Jordan has ever done. Find out what that is coming up on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Longtime fan. Sports is like life. Sportstownchicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eats or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see your wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. High School Sports is here in SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. 
first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball. We at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the league of our own. Flipped to Williams again oh, with the jam. There he is. And Carter to Levine. That's oh, good. Give me the hot sauce. Good ball movement. Levine taking more contact and still finishing through it. They're sending a lot of defenders at him. Levine's open. Oh, oh my goodness. Zach Levine, a closing shot by the closer. We are back on Blow the Whistle. That was Adam Amin and Stacey King from NBC Sports Chicago. And the Bulls have played a couple of games since our last show. And really the one constant, in my opinion, has uh, really throughout this entire season has been Zach Levine. Oh, yeah. Who is that guy? Uh, yeah, I know. This this guy? I don't know. Maybe ne- he never was, heard uh, of him. I if he was a starter on the All-Star team. You would know him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> may, some, maybe. Some jobber. Maybe. <laughs> some well, jobber. Well, for those that don't know, Zach Levine has actually done something that only Michael Jordan has done with the Bulls, and that is he has scored 281 points over his last eight games. No one else has scored that many points outside of MJ. Who, so, who, is, who is this Michael Jordan? Yeah, I, I know. The, I'm just Get throwing out. out random names Get now. But. <laughs> I apologize, Butterball. I, yeah. <laughs> Sacrilege. As, All I right, look, as I look at a, as I look at a picture of him straight across from us, yeah, who, who uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's only over there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so Levine has been absolutely on fire, and like I said, the Bulls have played a couple of games since our last show. So Tyler, do you want to start off uh, their game against the 76ers? Didn't quite go as planned. They lose one twelve to one hundred five. But what did you see in that game? Yeah, it was just. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it all. Oh, can I not have to it's, talk about yeah. this? Can, can we skip can, that game? Well, let me let me ask you. Let me let, let me ask you this. What's up? They they ought to honestly played an elite talent in they Joel did. Embiid. No, yeah, and he and, scored fifty points. Yeah, and yeah. he went off. He did. Now everything that I've heard, if everybody had to choose a MVP for the season so far. It'd be Joel Embiid for a majority of the people. Oh, he's, so he's up there high in the stats right now. So you're expecting Wendell Carter Jr. to guard the MVP at the moment. Yeah, of the NBA, where for some reason or another, Doc Rivers has got that. T- Once again, Doc Rivers doesn't get enough credit where credits due. And turning a team around, and he's got those Sixers playing unbelievably great basketball. Now, is it more of a lack of talent with the Bulls and being able to play with such teams as the Sixers? Or are the Sixers just that good? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both because right now the Sixers are hot. They're leading the East right now, so it's kind of hard to – not credit them for how well they're playing and how dominant they are. But I do think that, uh, and it goes every single time we talk about the Bulls defense. It's yeah. Wendell Carter. (laughs) Defense and turnovers. (laughs) Oh my God. It's just, uh, coach Donovan quote, coach Donovan. Uh, every other Chicago team has listened to everything that we've said. 
Wake up. Almost everything. (laughs) Almost. Almost. Almost everything. And they've kind of turned their seasons around. So come come to the radio a little closer. I'm just going to whisper this to you. Okay, Coach Donovan. (laughs) Defense. We're the sports gurus. Go go ahead. All right. All right. But uh, no, it's (laughs) because you had had Wendell. They had Wendell up on Embiid, which the size difference is Embiid and Wendell is a lot. Like just when or Embiid is much. You mean bodies, just wider. body size, not yeah. height so much, Yo, yeah, but body exactly. size. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's just we need our guys to like beef up a little bit, and they just need to be more aggressive because I mean, because like what I was, uh, we were talking about this earlier, is Wendell's been in the league for a little while, so he's he's kind of gotten the group. Patrick Williams, what I love about him is that fresh into the league, nineteen years old, and he had to go up against. LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard back to back games. Not and he. Not just he had to. Yeah. He asked. He, yeah. Yeah. To and guard those guys. And, and, and that's what impressed me the most. That's about, what I love about this kid. That he's kid. like, how do you expect me to get any better if I'm not guarding the best players in the game? Yeah. To that's, be, be the best, you got to beat the best. That's what I want to see with these other guys. Is Wendell Carter? I don't know if he wanted to egg, like told him like, yeah, I got uh, MB, which. I mean, obviously, there he was at the the five, so obviously he had to, but um, it just didn't seem like he was really like out there, like wanted to like well sh- prove I, himself. I guess my question to you is, who else would they have to guard someone such as Joe M- Joel Embiid? Um, when we were talking with Andrew earlier, I liked what he said, Daniel Gafford. Even though Gafford's not. Much, he's more offensive than defensive guy, which I mean, that's a lot of our players right now. But I think just with Gafford's size, you can coach him up to be a, a solid body. big man. A body. Yeah, exactly. A big body. Which that's what I've been wanting the, the Bulls to do with Laurie Marketing. But that guy is just all offense. He had some good defensive moments like in past seasons. But um, what a lot of these Bulls players are focusing on right now is just offense which is like it's great because we're scoring but we need to prevent points as well <laughs> so but i mean it's just hard to compare with mb just because exactly what you said how he's been playing this season and he was dro- he dropped 50 freaking points so well, i guess my biggest concern coming not coming out of that game but going into the next game is the inconsistency of wendell Cardell. Yeah, because he comes out of that sixers game looking like complete and utter trash and i'll say it and for anybody who knows me, I'm a huge Duke fan and will support a Duke player until my dying day. But he looked like garbage. He and really then did. he comes in the next game and he's got what? Like the first six to eight points of the game. And I'm going, okay, where was this dude? Yeah. In the last game. Come on. I know. It's that's and it's Bagley Bagley Jr. or Bagley the third. Yeah. Who's I mean, not Joel Embiid, for goodness sakes. I'm not gonna put him in that, but still a quality five. He's like a he's like a Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, he's uh, a qu- above average five performance. I would say, yeah, no, yeah, no. That's the that's the uh, another thing I would say. Uh, the Bulls' struggles is inconsistency. We need to. They don't perform well. They don't perform very well. Um, except I'm leaving Zach Levine out of this. I was, was going to say yeah. he's, he's he's Levine been, Levine is. Next undoubtedly, level. yeah, undoubtedly, your most he's, consistent. Yeah, he's something else. No, yeah, he's I'm on not, a totally I'm different him level. Out of that. So, but, but the, the, rest, the rest of the team, of the team you yes. feel needs to become more consistent. More is consistent. what you're saying? Yes, okay. yes. Which what um, which what I was gonna say is that actually, um, 
the players that I've noticed are a little more consistent than the younger guys, even though they're not dropping as bigger numbers, it's the vets. Oh, I've been thoroughly. Temple yeah, the guys, that we, the guys that we were sitting around going, why are they Why signing? the hell did you guys sign Why them? are they signing these guys? <laughs> and all farts. of a sudden, they're going pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And you're going, ooh, they're bringing. Not only are they scoring, but it seems to me, and I could be wrong, so please tell me if I am. It seems to me that they're bringing energy to the floor when they come oh, on the floor no, as well. No, 100%. That's what I, I love about um, how Young and Temple's playing right now because they're bringing it to the, they're bringing it to the floor and they're performing well. So it's just making a good statement for the young guys, but it's, I'm, that's what I like about having the vets. Obviously everyone likes having the vets to like coach these young kids in because you can see there's the talent. It's just like with Kobe white. He's a little, he, I would say consider he's inconsistent. He hit, we haven't, he had a good night. He had a good night against the Kings. I think he had about 19 points, which is bad. Not bad. He dropped five, three pointers. So he was hot. But uh, he hasn't shown that consistency level okay, that so, we need. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. I, I just thought of another question. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. yeah, go for um, it. So would you think, do you think it's more of the vets buying into Billy Donovan's system and way of coaching quicker than the, the younger kids of that team because they've been in the NBA long enough to know, ooh, this is going to work? Oh, yeah. Or, well, I think so. Because I think cause Donovan is... A successful coach. He's he's a really good coach. I like him a lot. This is a good move by the Bulls, and I think that uh, Young and Temple they could be familiar with this uh, this style of play, and so I think it's just that these young kids they're used to Hoybergs or no, not Hoybergs. Who was the guy last? I've totally forgot his name. He was a blur to me, honestly. <laughs> he was a blur, but uh, I, I've erased him from my mind. I don't want to think about this. All I know, he was bald, but. <laughs> He, I think they're just used to what how he coached, but now you got like a real solid coach, and so I think they're just trying to work into that system. Well, plus the fact that I've heard Donovan's got an unbelievably great bench of assistant coaches too, which is helping out with the development of the younger kids. And you know, our bench is playing great too. That's I, the thing I, I love. I, I, I still I'm sticking to the four, sticking to the four, man, <laughs> and just hoping that the consistency comes in and. You know, Kobe and Levine become that that dynamic, dynamic duo, duo that everybody's like, okay, who are we gonna guard? Yeah, because if they don't, then CIA. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, they, like, they don't get to double team just one guy anymore. You have to take in consideration. Well, if Levine's hot, not hot. Kobe's gonna be hot, and who do we? Because if that's we double team, other teams are in trouble. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, you saw at that game that they dropped what eight oh, each. Yeah, they dropped. I think they eight total eight threes each. Oh yeah, that was when they scored seventy eight total points between just the two of them. Yeah, they're they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we're just waiting for is just consistency of that duo. And uh, moving on is that the Bulls play the Rockets tonight. Um, Otto Porter is out for the Bulls, and then Oladipo and Christian Wood are out for the Rockets. Win for the Bulls. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So they need Especially to take advantage. Especially with Oladipo out, yeah. win for the Bulls. Take advantage um, that you got uh, Rockets got some injuries, and the Rockets, we've been having some good luck with the Rockets. We've been doing good against them because we've been playing them a lot so far this season. So, um, so you see good things coming tonight. I do. As long All as right. they just don't let up and just take advantage of the key players being out, they got this in the bag. All right. 
And anything else before we wrap this one up? Go Bulls. Go Bulls. All right. You guys a good way. All right. That, that will wrap up our Bulls segment for today. Up next, the other team that calls the United Center home played a hot Carolina team last Friday. Here are our takeaways from the game on Blow the Whistle here on SportsDownChicago.com. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportsTownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat. I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportsTownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the Be On Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportsTownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm David Dykstra with your SportsTownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to beonair.com. Chicago Blackhawks lost to Carolina Hurricanes 5-3, snapping a three-game winning streak. The Blackhawks have earned points in 14 of their last 16 games. Blackhawks' next game is Tuesday against Columbus Blue Jackets. Puck drops at 6 p.m. 
Chicago Bulls beat Sacramento Kings 122 to 114 as Zach Levine led Chicago with 38 points. Bulls play tonight against the Rockets. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Novak Djokovic won his ninth Australian Open and 18th Grand Slam title in total. Naomi Osaka won her second Australian Open and fourth Grand Slam title. Christopher Bell wins the Daytona Road Race to become the second first-time winner in NASCAR this season, which is the first time in NASCAR history that two first-time winners have won the first two races. Illinois continued its winning ways over the weekend as they cruised over Minnesota 94-63. Number 3 Michigan beats number 4 Ohio State 92-87. Number 11 Iowa defeats Penn State 74-68. Number 21 Wisconsin cruises by Northwestern 68-51. Valparaiso 66, Southern Illinois 65. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update. Powered by Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to beonair.com. And now Patrick Kane is away at center, but he stumbled. Kane was an inch away from a breakaway. Pesci recovers on the back end, and Kane scores. Six on five, empty head for the Blackhawks. Mitchell shoots, he scores! Ten and a half seconds left in the period, and Ian Mitchell takes the feed with the extra attacker and beats James Reimer. We are tied at two. Credit NBC Sports Chicago with those calls, and it was another game filled with Patrick Kane highlights, of course. That's just about everyone. Showtime. Yeah. Showtime, baby. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, you heard the two tying goals. The Blackhawks were able to tie it at two, but in the end, they did lose 5-3 to that hot Carolina Hurricanes team, and... It was actually a former Blackhawk, his line, that really killed the Hawks, and that's Tavo Teravainen. They could not do anything to slow down that line. I mean, first off, congratulations, Brandon, on the excellent pronunciation of the name. Um. <laughs> yeah. Again, former Blackhawk. I know him from when he was there. <laughs> Secondly, uh, yeah, Carolina's been playing great hockey, so I, I knew it would be an uphill battle for the Blackhawks, and... Uh, Darned if it wasn't. But on the bright side of things, points in 14 out of the last 16 games is a pretty darn good way to start off the season, especially how they started it off. Especially, yes, yeah. for a, and for a team that was projected to be near the bottom of the league that currently sit up near the leaders. Yeah, that's a big – I mean, they were a big surprise to me um, from this season. Just like from like the beginning of the season, I kind of like was just like, okay – this is how it's another gonna season. Go. Yeah. And then they just, they came out of nowhere. And so I'm really happy. I'm really glad to see how they're doing right now. And they're throwing me off and in a good way. They're throwing <laughs> everybody off. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where you say, knock on, let's, let's knock on some wood. They, uh, they sit here and they say, oh, we're doing a reset. We're not, we're not rebuilding, but we're going to do a reset. And it's the same thing that the Cubs are saying. So you're going, ooh, is there a possibility? Right, right. Okay, okay, <laughs> I can I can get behind a reset, not a rebuild. But uh, is there anybody other than 
the the norm that are that are coming out to you as like ooh all right we may have something here yeah so obviously all the rookies have been just lighting it up lately Pius Suter uh Ian Mitchell scored a goal in this last game he's looking good defensively he was their top draft pick uh last year and okay. so a lot of these young guys, obviously Kevin Lankinen, but these are all the guys that everyone talks about. A guy who is just now starting to get a little bit more publicity, I guess. Okay. He's not being at, he's, people are finally starting to notice him is Brandon Hagel. And he's a guy you guys might not have even heard no, about I him at all. I have not, but, uh, kinda, he kind of got his name on the map when he got in a fight the other day. And put in a nice hit. And, he definitely won that fight, but then he's been go. he's been playing with speed. He's been playing with size. He uses his size to box out the other players, and he's looked good with the puck. He's not he's not going to be a Patrick Kane or anything with all. He's not going to cross guys up like that. But the way he he's smart with the puck and everything, and he finds space. And like I said, he uses his body to his advantage. Well, I mean, sometimes it sounds like that you need that guy that's not necessarily going to try to be flashy and make a move where it doesn't need to be moved, where you don't need to make a move and try and get past, but just make the smart play instead and get it to someone who's open. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and a, a guy who they're actually missing, in my opinion, is Andrew Shaw. So he he's out with yet another concussion lately, but their power play is actually that which was their hot their hot scoring yeah, opportunity. Yeah, they said, said that, that was they, the hottest part of their, their team. The power play was, was the power really play. Rolling. They're now one for their last nine. Okay, so it's cooled off a little bit, and it it seems to have cooled off since Shaw went down. Mm, I, whether or not that's the actual connection, but uh, Soderbergh was in there a little bit for him to take Shaw's spot on it. He scored in his first game on it, but after that, he kind of cool, cooled off. They tried Ryan Carpenter in the last game, still no real success on it. So they're missing Shaw right now because he is that guy who. He's not afraid of anyone. He's not that big, but he'll fight just about anyone and he'll get in the blue paint. And he's that little scrappy guy that's just annoying to all the big guys out there. Oh, that's a who... Chicago, that's a Chicago <laughs> loved player right there. Anybody oh, yeah. who's oh, yeah, scrappy definitely. for a Chicago team automatically has the heart. Yeah, that's of what you any need. Chicago fan. Yeah, you he left the team. He came back, and yeah, he's he's that guy who he's not afraid to get out there and be in front of the net. And they're missing that presence right now. Luckily, though, oh, not not for him. He's still out. But luckily, on the injury front, Connor Murphy, who was one of their top defenders yeah. when he went out, he has been activated from the injured reserve. He's not cleared to come back to action yet, but he is cleared to return to practice. So he'll be skating. No word yet on when exactly he'll get back in the games. But just the fact that he's been activated, hopefully he comes back soon. That's a positive sign, at least, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So he, unlikely for tomorrow night's game in Columbus, but hopefully within a week or so he can get back out there and they can get back one of their top defensemen because we mentioned this before, or I mentioned it before, it was a Killing Me Smalls moment <laughs> that they give up the most shots on goal yeah. in the league. Mm, yeah. And so adding back... One of their top defensemen would definitely, definitely help. Okay, I I I hope that's true. It would be yeah. great to see if their defense gets a little tougher and a little stingier with it. 
put less pressure on these very green goalies that they have right yeah, now. Yeah, and, uh, and again, Lankinen, he's he's got to be up there for the Calder Trophy, potentially. He's probably battling other Hawks. That's the goes out to the top rookie each year. Yeah. And so, yeah, definitely Lankinen. P.S. Suter's probably up there. And, Suter better be up there. <laughs> yeah, they, the Blackhawks are just dominating because the team's so young. Which is, and, which is scary in a lot of ways because you have – you know, you have your guys. You got Kaner, you got Taze, you got yeah. all these guys, and then all of a sudden, here comes this new group. Yeah, yeah. Young bucks. And you're, you're going, ooh, the next five years could be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Like, it's nice to see, like, uh, what could be upcoming for the new generation yeah. of this Blackhawks team. You always love seeing, like, the young players. And then the OG, like you said, Taves and Canes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny it's funny to me that they they sit there and say reset and, and we've been talking about how other teams in Chicago are trying to do that as well and trying to how long how long have the Bears been talking about re, <laughs> just, 1985 too um, freaking long <laughs> the Bulls um 98 no <laughs> We're just waiting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, again, it looks like, like it looks like the Blackhawks, one way or another, have have found a formula that works, and not so much you know upper echelon yet, but they're getting there. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. And the biggest thing with them lately has been like, yes, they they are starting to men- mesh and everything, but injuries have just kind of get been getting in the way. I said Con- uh, Shaw's out. Connor Murphy's just starting to come back, but they actually placed Lucas Carlson with a groin injury. He's been placed on the IR, so he'll be missing about four, they, 10 they to 14 They actually days. listed it as a groin injury? They didn't say lower body? Yeah, yeah, surprising. Wow. It, it does say strained groin, yep. Wow. And then Dylan Strome is placed in concussion, so another concussion for this Hawks team. Shocker, concussions in hockey. Hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> so hopefully these guys are able to come back rather quickly and yeah. and be, does, be themselves especially with concussions does the, does the one guy have uh concussion issues from past i know we had talked about one of the players who had been dealing with a lot of concussions yeah that that being shaw shaw, shaw so, who's still out yeah. shaw has had a history of of concussions dylan strome i don't believe has had any not none that i can think okay, of none so that i know it just of. might be he got his bell rung once and you know play a little smarter yeah, and they, they, yeah, and they he didn't practice on Monday. They said it happened a few games ago, actually, but he didn't feel any immediate symptoms. So hopefully, hopefully that's a slight that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah a concussion, mild concussion, mild and concussion, yeah, he's sure. able to come back soon. And they play Columbus on tom- tomorrow. They play Columbus in Columbus. It should be a good game. I think the Hawks are the better team personally. And I mean, yeah, sure, I'm biased or whatever, but okay. I, I do think that the Hawks have the no Hawks, idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Bias, <laughs> yeah, the Hawks, we're straight lace around here. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Hawks are the better group. I think that they are playing the better hockey right now. Columbus is kind of a hit or miss team. They they are right up there in the standings. They're right next to the Hawks right now. But I think that the Blackhawks are going to come out and win this game. Huh? Okay, I got to go with Brandon. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to jump on that, that Blackhawk bandwagon, too. I'm definitely going with the Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah, dude, why yeah. not? Just with how consistent they've been lately. There you go. Heck yeah. That right. guarantees a Blackhawk loss. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys do? <laughs> All right, well, Karma. yeah, that that will wrap up our Hawks talk for today. Hopefully, these guys didn't jinx them. I pick the Hawks all the time, so I didn't jinx them. But hopefully, they're able to come out and play a great game again tomorrow in Columbus. And coming up, a young star recently received a huge payday. Find out what this contract means for his team and the rest of the league here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com Joe's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Joe's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. That was money. Tell me that wasn't money. Yo, yo, yo. Check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I'm your boy, MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. And it's good! Keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else are you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. We are back on Blow the Whistle, and a young man named Fernando Tatis Jr. recently got paid. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> just just for my boy, uh, Andrew Fluff Daddy Guapo, as I like to call him, can we just remind everybody that he was in the Jake Shields James Shields, yeah, yep. They, he was in the White Sox system, and they gave this man up. He recently signed a 14-year extension worth $340 million with the San Diego Padres. Good for you, Tatiste. Good for you, sir. Congratulations. Now go out there and win the MVP like I know you can. 
<laughs> that would make it worth worth the money for sure if he can do that and if he can lead this team to potentially a a deep playoff run and obviously World Series is well, the it's goal and, for them. Honestly, it's him and Machado. Yeah, yeah, I mean, on that I did, team and Hos, team. Hosmer's right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, those two guys are probably the two that are in the MVP conversation for sure. But uh, I just think he's a better all-around player. I think he's he's a great fielder, great base runner, and boy, does he have power when he wants it. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Ridiculous. Definitely. Ridiculous. Two of the, two of the young, young bucks in this Major League Baseball are him and Vlad Guerrero Jr. They are just ridiculous guys to me that it just – absolutely destroy the ball with being not real big dudes. Yeah, and so my question to you guys and to everyone out there listening is, all right, so Fernando Tatis Jr. signs this 14-year extension. What does this mean for the league going forward? Does Because it seems like, all right, there's the Mike Trout, obviously, Bryce Harper, and you've got guy, uh, my, uh Mookie Betts with the Dodgers. It seems like teams are starting to find that one player and give him like that decade-long contract and build around. Do you think this is kind of a, a theme in MLB, or is he? Is it only going to be a handful of guys? Are teams going to start giving out these big contracts and be like, this is who we want to build around. This is our face for the next decade. Well, I think up until last year, you could have said that about a Machado for the Padres. Mm. And then Tatis just blew everybody out of the water last year. And they're like, okay, maybe we do have our franchise for the next 10 years sitting right here in our organization. I mean, if we're going to sit here and talk about clubs giving out multi-decade, decade and a half contracts to people, uh, Chicago Cubs, uh, Javi Baez. Yeah, definitely. That, that's oh, all yeah. I got to say. And, and that's the guy you build your franchise around right there for the Cubs. Yeah, definitely. If you got a player on your team that you know you can build your franchise around that, go ahead and get him. Keep him forever as long as yeah. you can. Yeah, and Just he, give him the money. Yeah, and in terms of Baez, he is 28 years old, so a decade. That puts him at uh, 38 years yeah. old by the time it's done, which it's been done before. Like, mm-hmm. you look at Pujols, he's still out there. He's yeah. got one year left on his deal, um, but there's also those examples. You look at Pujols, you look at Miguel Cabrera with Detroit. These guys have fallen off hard in the later years. Yeah, but you also have to. Look, yeah, you also have to look at the when they signed their contracts. They uh, were yeah, they were a little. Definitely. They were what early thirties or just uh, yeah, when they 30s, signed them, when they signed yeah. their ten. I mean, they're getting these guys early now. And signing these guys to contracts. I think mean, Bryce is what, 27, 28, somewhere in there. So he signed his, and he'll be 40. Yeah, he's 28 yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, he's 28. Yep. So, I mean, they're getting these guys early enough now to where those contracts make more sense. And I I believe they're more front-loaded contracts than they are back-loaded. So if something were to happen that... You know they're not going to potentially. Yeah, get you're out not going to. You're not going to take as big a hit. Yeah. if you have to get out of it. And then my other question is: so you look at another huge contract. It was years ago, but Alex Rodriguez signs the huge contract with one team, 
but he doesn't finish it with them. He obviously goes to the Yankees, and that's where he spent most of it. Do you see these guys, so they get this big contract and everything, do you think all these guys are actually going to stay with the team? So you look at Harper with the Phillies, Tatis now with the Padres. Are these guys Trout with the Angels? Do they get out of these contracts or are these contracts passed to a different team at some point? Um, Sorry, I went totally <laughs> blank for a second. I, I mean, here's my, here's my thing. I think all these contracts are set up for if – the guys fall off. There is that potential where you can trade them and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to trade them. I mean, Mike Trout being your number one Uh, and and above everything else, he is, his contract is so front forward that I wouldn't be surprised if later on he's still going to be productive. I don't care what anybody says. He is the natural. He is, he is Robert Redford reincarnated. Um, (laughs) He's going to end up playing somewhere else, especially if the Cubs West don't <laughs> don't, don't don't do anything in these upcoming. I'm I'm being dead serious. I think he will ask to be traded. Chase a ring. He he wants a ring. It's going to be important to him. It. I don't. And unfortunately, that probably means he's going to the evil empire because every person who chases a ring goes to the evil empire. That's the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just making sure. No, no, no. I can't do that. <laughs> Although, after what the Mets did this offseason, they might be Evil Empire Jr. But uh That's Death Star 2. Death Star 2. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of these a lot of these clubs are being smart about signing their younger talent to to front forward contracts to where in the later years it's not gonna cost them as much to either get rid of them or trade them, and it's not going to cost a team who wants to trade for them to get something. I mean, for every big contract, you're going to have at least one Alex Rodriguez situation where it just goes, okay, he was supposed to be the end-all, be-all, and he has done nothing for this (laughs) franchise. But, and I, honestly, the first part of last year, I thought that was Bryce Harper. I really thought that was Bryce Harper there for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, something clicked for him, so... Thank goodness for that. But no, I, I, yeah, I think, I think owners are owners and GMs are being smarter about how they're giving out the bigger contracts because of the Alex Rodriguez contract yep. than they used to be. Yeah. And so one more question that I have about this in terms of Fernando Tatis in general is what does this mean for the Padres? So obviously you give a guy a 14 year deal. You're considered one of the top teams in baseball behind a team in your division, obviously, but <laughs> who? Yeah. Um, but does by giving them this contract, you now have it, you as in the Padres. The Padres now have Hosmer, Machado, Tatis. They have the highest paid infield in baseball. So are they all in? Is, does this contract mean that? The Padres are championship or bust. Is it World Series or failure for this team? I mean, I think with all that kind of talent right there, I think that's a championship team right there in time, especially if you got all these players for this long, like for so long, they can they'll win a championship uh, at some point. I think they were all in when they started making the, the pitching moves. 
to be quite honest with you. Um, the Tatis thing is just like that last smack on the nail, the hammer to like bolt everything down before you go out onto the ocean. The only, it, it's the whole scenario. I'll, I'll, I'll compare it to, to football. It's that whole scenario of, man, we're good enough to win a World Series, but, oh, look, there's the L.A. Dodgers, or a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes, in, a, in our division, <laughs> yeah. in our division with pretty much the same people that we have, comparable starting rotation. I give the advantage a little bit maybe to the Dodgers on, on that, but as far as... But then do you give the do you give the advantage to the Padres when it comes to the offense and defensive sides of things? They are very close, definitely. It, that, they're uh, very yeah. comparable teams. I would give a slight edge to the Dodgers when it comes to their starting rotation. But other mm-hmm. than that, because you brought up a good point the other day, and I didn't even realize it because, you know, it slipped through my fingers that the Dodgers not only have those starting three, but they also signed David Price. Or yes, traded for yeah, traded yeah. for David Price in yeah, that he whole. Op- he opted out of last season, so he is yeah. coming off a year of not pitching. But yeah, he's in the back end of this rotation. He's like their number four starter, David Price, who viably could have been the MVP of the World Series, right? Or was he the MVP of the World Series he that year? Was not for Boston. I don't. But he could have been because he pitched like five in five games. It was ridiculous. He is a beast when he is on so i could see that rotation could be absolutely deadly this year yeah it was, it was not him it was steve pierce for boston yeah, when they last but won that's to me yeah the edge in rotation goes to the dodgers everything else it's either a wash or the padres might have a slight edge but yeah this is this is san diego who is notoriously not known for spending money until machado a couple years ago yeah. Going, all right, we're in. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and again, it's the Padres. They've never won a World Series. They've made it there twice, losing in both 1984 and 98. That's, but they've that's, never oh. won. So this this is a huge deal if they can actually Poor Tony pull Glenn this off. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but so you guys believe that it is this team. It's got to be in the next. A statement. It's got to win. It's got to be in the next. Three to five years, yeah, they, for sure. They have to yeah, win. Yeah, they they, they, they they have to win the World Series in the next three to five years. Absolutely. All right, I I couldn't agree more. Definitely believe that 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 that's why you go out and spend this money is to get yourself that first World Series win, kind of get that goat off your back and everything. And yeah, I think they have the talent to potentially do it. And with that, we must move on from this segment, and we're going to move into some Chicago baseball. That's right. The Cubs are in spring training with a lot of question marks, though, about how that roster will perform. We'll let you know our thoughts on how the season will look for them after we get a quick sports update from David. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. I'm David Dykstra with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Illinois continued its winning ways over the weekend as they cruised to victory over Minnesota, 94-63. Chicago Bulls beat Sacramento, 122-114, as Zach Levine led Chicago with 38 points. 
Bulls, Bulls tonight play the Rockets. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Chicago Blackhawks lost to Carolina Hurricanes 5-3, snapping a three-game winning streak. Blackhawks' next game is Tuesday against Columbus Blue Jackets. Puck drops at 6 p.m. Novak Djokovic won his ninth Australian Open and 18th career Grand Slam in total. Christopher Bell wins the Daytona Road Race to become the second first-time winner of the season. This marks the first time in NASCAR where two first-time winners have won the first two races of the season. Patrick Mahomes and his fiancée introduced their first child via Instagram. Max Homo wins the Genesis Invitational in, in a playoff. And Tiger Woods is non-committal about being able to play in the, in the Masters this year. In college basketball, number three, Michigan beats number four, Ohio State, 92 to 87. Number 11, Iowa defeats Penn State, 74 to 68. Number 21, Wisconsin cruises by Northwestern, 68 to 51. And Valparaiso, 66, Southern Illinois, 65. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the Nasty Biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the Chicken Fried Chicken Biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with a heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. Hello? It's speed walking day. Dorothy, you're breaking up. Did I mention we'd be slowing down when we pass the court where those fine brothers play ball? I heard that. Reduce your risk of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Get active, eat right, and maybe even run into Mr. Right. Isn't sisterhood beautiful? For more information, go to everydaychoices.org. Brought to you by the American Cancer Society, the American Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association, the Ad Council, and this station. Alert! Alert! Be gone, maxed-out credit cards, overdue loans, suffocating interest rates, and relentless collection agencies. If your credit rating is making you and others around you cringe, there's only one thing to do, and that's to turn to the professionals at Creative Credit Solutions. Even if your credit is less than perfect, we'll help you get back on track. You can do it, and we can help. Call today or visit creativecreditsolutions.net for your free credit check report. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from SiriusXM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Blow the whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Mondays and Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. as we talk NFL. The game plan was really sound. In the quarterback league, it, it has been, it still is. Franchise-defining quarterbacks. Call 
make it through the season as Michigan's head coach. Some more Big Ten talk. And here's some things you wouldn't expect. I would have never expected that. Get all of that and more on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Half into center. Kane is watching and it's gone. A two-run homer. Ian Happ and the Cubs have the lead. All right, so Hendricks against Hira. And he hits a ground ball to short. This could do it. Baez to second. Cubs win. It is a three-hit shutout for Kyle Hendricks as David Ross is a winner as a manager in his first game of the Chicago Cubs. Cubs trail 2-0. Haters pitch on the way to Hayward. Swung on, hit in the air, right center field and deep. Back toward the wall. It's got a chance. That ball is gone for a home run. Jason Hayward, a three-run homer, and the Cubs lead 3-2. Cubs pitchers and catchers have already arrived in Arizona, but there are a lot of question marks still on this roster. Thank you to 670 The Score Radio and Marquee Sports Network with those calls and highlights from last season. So that starting rotation, that seems to be the biggest Biggest, biggest question mark. Point. Yeah, question, yeah, de- biggest question mark for biggest sure. Biggest question mark for the Cubs going into this this season. So my question here for everyone out there is how good can this rotation be? Like everyone seems to be putting a cap on it right now. They they're basically saying, All right, Hendricks will be above five hundred, but everyone else is slated at five hundred or below. So my question is do you believe that this rotation is capable of being a, a a dominant rotation, being the best in the division? In the division, that's that's a, that's a tough that's a tough call. Uh, just St. Louis has got a pretty solid rotation. Uh, I honestly, it's going to come down to your three, four, five. It for you, to, I don't, I don't want to call it a solid rotation. Okay, by any stretch of the means, but. I, I do. I don't. I can't explain it, but there's something about Jerry Jake Arietta coming back just on, on a one year deal that makes me think that he might catch lightning in a bottle again. That's not, what I'm really hoping not, for. Not being that shut down ace that he was for the Cubs, but being above 500 for sure. And then you have Davies sitting there, and he's Kyle Hendricks 2.0. Yeah, essentially. With with a nasty change up when yeah. it's when it's working for him and he could be 500 or above too. I it, it it's like you said, it's a bunch uh, it, of questions. bunch of questions. Bunch of question marks. And I know a big thing nowadays like in today's baseball, everyone likes the heat. Everyone likes a guy who's throwing 97, 98, all that. The Cubs don't have that. They have Hendricks, Davies, Mills, all of them. They're their fastball tops out at 90, and usually it's sitting more like 88, where Jake Arrieta is probably the top fastball right now slated to be in that rotation. Braylon Marquez is up there, but he'll probably start in the minors. So Arietta, he's lost a couple ticks on it. He's looking at like 92 now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could that be an issue for the Cubs not having Darvish who can come in and throw 97? Yeah, I think that that just be really tough because, I mean, well, where's... Uh, Where's Pedro Strope sitting at with that? Uh, so he's he's in the bullpen. He's he's up there though. He can throw about 90, 94, 95. 
Um, I think he may have lost a tick. He might be more 93, 94 now since coming out from uh, coming back from Cincinnati. Here's the one thing that I don't think people are taking into a lot of consideration. One, I was unbelievably happy to hear that Rossi's going to be a little harder on everybody and not yeah not to hesitate to go. Okay, you're not doing your job. Sit down. <laughs> and and that's great to hear from a, a second year manager going okay I may have been a little too lenient last year and not pulling the trigger on some of these guys secondly you have probably one of the best if not the best catchers in the National League sitting behind that plate and if your guys like Davies and Mills and, and Hendricks are hitting their spots there's not an issue no. And I will harken back to one of the greatest Cubs to ever pitch. Never topped out over what, 92? Exactly. Yep. Greg Maddox was a control pitcher that hit his spots. And if these guys are hitting the spots that Contreras wants them to hit and aren't missing the places where Contreras wants them to throw it lines up to be a very good season for them, but it's going to put a lot of pressure on Contreras to call the right pitches at the right time and the pitchers to know exactly what they're looking for at at specific times. Definitely, and that is another big thing is hopefully they can actually play a full spring training this year to so that he can get with all these pitchers because, all right, Arietta he's caught before, but not in a few years. Mills, he caught a couple times, but he's still young. He hasn't caught Davies before. And Trevor Williams, he hasn't caught him before. Tyson Miller hasn't caught him before. So it's a lot of guys that need to still form a relationship with these well, catchers. And, and to be quite honest, there's a lot of pressure on Contreras this year because Definitely. he doesn't have the backup that he had last year. Yeah. With Quintana being gone, right? Carantini. Or Carantini. Yeah. Quintana. Yeah. Carantini. Yeah. Carantini being gone. I mean, Carantini picked up a little bit of the slack last year. I mean, he's going to have to be pretty much all the time catching an everyday catcher. And, you know, for Contreras, that's that's a step up. That's a step up. But that also leads into another question that I have for you, Brandon. There's another big question out there, too. I know the rotation's a huge question, but... Do the, the bats do the major four show up? Yeah. So obviously Rizzo is kind of that Mr. Consistency. I think he's the most likely to definitely oh, yeah, come I back. Think, and I think Rizzo will be he, fine. He, he had a bit of a down year, but he still was putting balls in play and everything. Guys were overshifting him. He'll probably work on that just to try to spread the ball more. But in terms of overall, I think Rizzo, he'll be fine. He'll get back to his normal, consistent numbers that he can put up every year along with his gold glove defense. But the big questions, like you said, Bryant and Contreras and uh, Baez. And that's a big thing. Baez, he credited a lot of his struggles to the fact that he wasn't able to review film. Yeah. Which during I, games, which I makes can, sense. Yeah, I can get being a visual learner over, you know, not being able to see and having people explain to you what's going on. I understand that more than most people for sure. My big thing is, and I, a lot of people are overlooking it, this is a contract year for Chris Bryant. Yes. Oh, yeah. And bias. He, both, and, oh, yeah. and Baez. Oh, yeah, but both I, of them. I, I Contreras think, has two years left. And, well, Rizzo, too. All three of those guys. I got oh, a feeling. God. I've got a feeling like 
Baez is going to have his contract before the year's out from the Cubs. I had almost bet on it. I'm not sure enough to put money on it, but (laughs) I'd almost bet on it. But as far as Chris goes, he knows this is a big money year for him, and I would not be surprised if Chris comes out and just Blows lights people, it up yeah. blows people out of the water yeah definitely and he's he's capable of doing it in his early years he won rookie of the year he won uh mvp the very next year and everything he's done basically everything guys want to accomplish but he did it all so quick that he set the bar so high and now with recent injuries and that i think is the biggest thing with him is the last couple of years he still played a lot of games that's something people point to it's but he like, was dinged up but he lot. he plays hurt yeah. And that's something a lot of people don't take into consideration. So he says he's fully healthy. He says he's coming back strong and everything. So the real question will be can he sustain his health, really? I guess another question I have for both of you is how many of the four building blocks is or or core guys? Core guys. <laughs> yeah. How many of the four core guys need to hit? for them to be a success this year? How many of them need to have good to great seasons for them to be an ex- a, su- a success and win the NL Central? Well, I think um, Bryant for sure, just because of where he's sitting at, like exactly what you guys were just saying, that he needs to, since he's this is contract year, he needs to step it up. And then just kind of, I and I, the other two, I think the uh, Rizzo and Javi. Like those guys, I think need to. So just get an so average like three, three uh, of the four, so three of the basically. four hit, and just have I, a nice average. Let yeah, Javi take care nice. of the yeah, pitching yeah. and I, not ideally, worry about. Yeah, ideally, you'd get that uh, because, like, obviously Javier Baez, he basically carried that team a couple of years ago oh, when he finished no second doubt. in the MVP. And so I, like I said, I believe Rizzo will come back strong. He'll be his consistent self, um, but. I think I think at least two of them and Ian Happ because Ian Happ is another guy who came out he's last a, year. He's yeah. going to be if, an X factor if, this if year. He for can, sure. If yeah. he can carry on or keep up that momentum from last season, I think that at at least two of those other guys with bounce back seasons, I think that can carry the Cubs along with uh, a strong rotation. Obviously, there's a lot building on that as well. I think that could be enough to carry this Cubs team to a division. Uh, division title and before we do move on from the Cubs I just want to note that uh, Philip Irvin outfielder from the Cubs who was recently placed on waivers he has been claimed by the Atlanta Braves so he is no longer with the Cubs which could open up a spot for Cameron Mabin who they recently re-signed oh nice okay yeah that's not that that's a good one right there I like I like Mabin yeah, me too. I, I actually posted on one of the groups on Facebook that I'm in, a Cubs group, that about in January that I think that the Cubs should go after him, and now they did. So thank you, Cubs, for looking at my Facebook post. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, but moving on from the Cubs, there is another baseball team out there. Wow. <laughs> did, you, did you hear the tone just change? <laughs> I, mean, I have uh, to agree with him on that. <laughs> wow, both of okay, you. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There is another baseball team out there in Chicago that has reported to spring training already. And there's a lot of promise surrounding that team. But can the White Sox meet the high expectations that people have set for them? Find out our thoughts here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Long time fans. Sports of my life. SportstownChicago.com.
What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eats or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see the wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. High School Sports is here, and SportsOnChicago.com, we are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball, we at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the league of our own. High fly ball, center field. Jones back at the track, another home run. This is a fly ball well struck. Right center, did they do it again? Back to back, yes sir! White Sox, White Sox, go, go, White Sox. Let's go, 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 White Sox. The White Sox have a lot of high expectations set after reaching the postseason last season. But are they too high of expectations for this team? Could Can the White Sox actually be what everyone says that they should be? Like, a, a lot of the hype is this, this, North this side team can make it really to the... really getting underneath my skin, boys. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there are some high expectations. As well there should uh, yes, be. Yes, I agree. As well there yeah. should be. Definitely. Uh, they are so stacked, in fact, that I would... Would Brandon, let me ask you. Top five rotation in the major leagues right now? They're up there. They're definitely up I, there. I'd, I'd put both, one through both three? Western teams up there. Oh, well. But yeah, the Padres not, and Dodgers let's, let's are definitely one Let's not even talk about Dodgers, Padres, because yeah, they're, they're, they're just they're, insanity. They're one, <laughs> um, but yeah, the White Sox, definitely, they're they're up there. And, uh, and, they're, and let, let's not even talk about their bullpen, which is poten- yeah. potentially the best in the major leagues. Yeah. 
by far. Yeah, and really, in in my opinion, I know we've all said it before. Really, the Twins are probably the only challenge and in this division. And to I them. honestly don't know how much of a challenge they're going to be. Yeah. Well, in the words of Tim Anderson, who today actually went Timmy. out and, Good and old taunted the Twins in regards to talking about the Twins, he said. We're way more athletic. So, uh, <laughs> he doesn't see the twins oh, as love, much of a much of an issue. I, I will say this much: if you haven't followed Tim Anderson, please go out and follow Tim Anderson. He is an absolute no filter kind of. Oh athlete. yeah, he, he he will speak his mind. And it is I, great. A lot of respect for that. It's he he great. speaks his mind. <laughs> But yeah, looking at this White Sox team, they have the reigning MVP in Jose Abreu. They have a guy who uh, who is a capable ace. He pitched a no-hitter last year. He he can lead a rotation just about anywhere in Lucas Giolito. And then they have two other guys who yeah, could be aces on other teams. Maybe not Lance Lynn. He might not be ace, but he could de- be a de- two. Definitely a two. Definitely he could be a two, a two or on three. Other teams, yeah. And that's Dallas Keuchel and Lance Lynn. And then there's a couple questions at the bottom of the rotation. You don't know what you're going to get from Dylan Cease. You don't know about Michael Kopak if he'll even start in if, the majors. If Kopak hits, the whole yeah. AL is in a whole lot of yeah. trouble. And they they also <laughs> brought back Carlos Rodon as well. Yeah, so, Rodon and is. He, he's had some recent struggles. I but, wouldn't be surprised to see Rodon starting the bullpen, to be quite honest with you. See if he can work out that is his possible. issue that is as, possible. A, as, a, as a filler. Yeah, and I, th- I think they did sign him on a minor league contract, so he could yeah. even start in the minors. There will be a minor league season this year. But, yeah, you look at the young guys around there, Lu- Luis Robert, who nearly won MVP, uh, I'm sorry, not MVP, Rookie of the Year last yeah. year, if it weren't for Kyle Lewis, who was just ridiculous in Seattle. <laughs> uh, Yasmani Grandal coming off a little bit of a, a down year, but... If he comes back, he, he's definitely a capable catcher, and if the bat comes back, they they have a good chance. Nick Madrigal, he's actually still eligible for rookie status. He could be a potential rookie of the year candidate this year. Big thing with him, though, not much power, but he's a guy who he'll, he'll hit 320 or so. Yeah. He's so contact. You, you He's look contact. around, yeah. And that's not even to mention. We haven't even mentioned Makata, Tim Anderson. Eloy. Like they, all around, yeah. they have the talent. Can all that talent work together and bring them to a World Series? Can they lead this? Can this young team beat a the evil empire and teams like that. Can they beat oh, the, so we know see. we've all agreed already that they can beat the twins. And I think that's their only challenge in the division. Yeah. But outside the division, can they beat the Yankees? Possibly Toronto. Can they beat the angels who, who knows what the angels have right now? Cubs, they, Cubs can West. they beat the Astros? <laughs> Which I, I think the Astros are kind of falling. So some of these teams that were great are starting to fall, and I would, this could give the Sox a chance. I'd put them number two in the AL right now, just on talent alone. Behind who else? Okay, behind Jeez. the Yankees. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, I mean, here, here's my thing. And I hate to give credit to someone who I think made a complete total mockery of a managerial hire, but mm. as much as I hate to say it, Tony LaRusso might might have been the best choice for this team just because they are so young. 
Okay. And and just bringing a little bit of veteran stability where there's not a lot of veteran leadership other than Abreu. To yeah, that, that, that that's definitely interesting because that's kind of the opposite of what a lot of people said when he oh, was no, hired. Don't don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I was completely <laughs> on the same bandwagon, and I can't believe because Hitch was out there. Yeah, and, and I'm going out there. Go, go get Hitch now, now, go now. And Detroit jumped on that yeah. like so as, fast as soon as yeah, so definitely. fast as soon as his suspension was over. They're like, yeah, you're our new, you are a new manager. Come here, but. I can't see, like like we've talked about, uh, obviously the Blue Jays went out and spent a little money and they've got a lot of bat talent. But as far as their rotation goes, there's some sus- suspects there. Uh, I mean, and that's to be expected when you're putting all your, all your eggs in one basket and you weren't able to bring in a guy like Trevor Bauer. And for me, smart moves made by by the White Sox upper management. And to be quite honest, it's got to be a win now scenario in the next two to three years for this team, for this team. Well, not only because they're going to get older and what have you, but for the love of all the good is good in the world. I don't know how much longer Tony LaRusso is going to (laughs) last, but I only see him, Managing that team for maybe three years at the most before okay. they move Try on. Try to get one more ring. Try to get one more ring and add to his stellar Hall of Fame career. I just, I, it, it's definitely a win now mentality on the South side for this, for the upcoming couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And USA Today has them projected in first place at 89 wins. I think they can beat that. I think they can oh, get yeah. to 92, oh. 93. Yeah. I think I, I think Minnesota could potentially get to 90 also. They're projected at 87. Okay. Um, I think there could be two potential playoff teams from that division. With I do have the Sox winning the division. I think the Twins get in as a wild card. And who knows what happens once you're in. But I, I do think they're still looking up at the Yankees. And then, obviously, we've talked about the NL West. I think... So that is, that's my question, I guess, right now. A big question. The White Sox are in this win-now mode. What can they do? Because you look at the Dodgers, you look at the Padres, who are also desperate for championships, the Padres especially. Yeah. What can the Sox do? Because on paper, those two teams are far and away the best teams. What, what do the Sox need, in your opinion, to tr- just try to catch those teams? But are they really? Think about it. Yeah. I mean, they're just under the starting rotation for the Padres. Just under. Their bullpen's far and away better than both of those teams. Okay, yep. You get runs on those teams and bring that bullpen in in the 6th, 7th inning, it's lights out, boys. And that, that, that team is created to win. If they score runs and they... Go that, into the yeah. And go that, into that's the what they did th- last year. They were they were a power team. You go into that sixth and seventh inning with that bullpen, with the possibility of that bullpen being as shut down as it is. You've got another Brewers scenario where <laughs> you get into the sixth and seventh inning. You you know as a team coming into Chicago or Chicago being there that you're done, and it gets into the it gets into the batter's heads. It gets into the other op- opposing team's head that we need to go out there and it makes them push and push hard and swing at pitches that necessarily they wouldn't swing at. 
Yeah, definitely. And let us know what you guys think. A lot of great points brought up there and obviously more unbiased than the Cubs fans Very talking much here. More but, unbiased. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely I definitely agree. The Sox are a good team and yeah, they it, you bring it up, they could it, they could the, potentially line up with their those starting teams. rotation. Especially if Kopech hits. If oh, Kopech yeah. hits, they're they're right there with the Dodgers. They surpass the Padres, and they're right there with the Dodgers as far as starting rotation. And then you go, like I said, to the bullpen, and it's far and away a better bullpen for the White Sox. Yeah. I'd say even, for me, it's, there's a lot of unknowns in New York. There's a lot of unknowns. In, I mean, you've got you've got Judge. And yeah, you, you've, you've got, you've got the, your, yeah. your status quo, yeah. so... I but mean, yeah, that yeah, you never know. And guys, judge Stanton injury problems. Yeah, yeah, so you never know what's gonna happen with those teams. Well, everyone out there listening, let us know what you guys think. How do you think the Cubs and Sox seasons are going to shake out? Are are the Sox going to live up to these high expectations that they have? Are the Cubs going to exceed the kind of average expectations that they have? Let us know. And unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today. We want to thank everyone who listened in today, and especially those that stuck with us for the full two hours. Two hours. Two hour show. Uh, these two hour shows will continue on Mondays moving forward. Our Friday shows are still one hour from two to three. So be sure to tune in next show this Friday, two to three p.m. And of course, you can find our show below the whistle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. And recordings of our shows can be heard on Spotify and on Anchor. Again, next show is this Friday at 2 p.m. We hope everyone has a great weekend and that we're able to see you guys on Friday. As always, I'm Brandon Januska along here with Tyler Buterbaugh, David Dykstra, and this was Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportstownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you 
you on your job search. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat.